It's a kiki with John and Mick G. Gonna spill all the tea. All my LGBTs, you're in luck. Cause Johnny McGovern is gay as fuck. Hello everyone and welcome to Gay As Fuck. I am your host, Mr. John T. McGovernus. He who is hope you all had a lovely holiday season honey i am just recovering from the 12 days of sismus over on the patreon where we gave you 12 podcasts in a row every single day for the entire holiday season oh my god we talked the divas of christmas we talked all about Nicki minaj's new album i got some insider tea on my friend who went to a celebrity curated slut party we heard about a extravagant sex trip to thailand we heard all about oprah's favorite things me and my homie teddy margus gave our favorite things now that's a list you want to get if you need some good gay stuff and so much more and it's all still there if you want to join me over on patreon at patreon.com slash gayest of all time But honey, today, since this is the show where we mix pop culture and dirty gay stuff for our end of year show, I thought we would focus on the dirty gay stuff. So let's get into it. Get into it. It's the end of the year, so of course we have to go to our most important news sources to look for what was hot this year. And what are we talking about? Pornhub gay. (laughs) Pornhub released their most searched gay stars and gay terms, and it is interesting. So number one with a bullet was hentai. Now, I thought I knew what that meant, and I did actually know. I was correct, but I did have to Google to make sure that I wasn't some old person who didn't know what the fuck I was talking about. Um, But I was correct. It is anime, gay porn, Japanese manga, as well as other um, animated videos of an adult nature. I mean, if you put hentai gay porn videos into Pornhub, the first video that comes up is fucking yummy all the different creatures of the realm and that's showing a giant devil fucking a cyclops fucking a furry animal we have a half man half bunny sucking a man's dick we have a cat lady getting bone deep by a big dick We have a cow person with a giant dick and a tail fucking a man. We have a dragon with giant boobs fucking. There's lots of tiny little anime style men getting fucked by all sorts of demon and half fantastical creature ladies. It was murdering it. Now, also on here, I found someone who has made all of the Disney princes fuck each other. And the one I'm looking at right now is Atlantis, the Lost Empire. But, honey, in this 
Atlantis Lost Empire. There is a lot of fucking going on in the submarine. Our hero is getting banged with a giant dick. Later on, this hero gets fucked in a mine. I've also seen an orgy of all the Disney princes. Now that is interesting. I put my finger in his ass personally, so I know his ass was loose. And of course, in this same category is some of those Sims-style gay porn scenes that I've seen pop up on the bootleg sites where they're talking in that type of way, but the uh, on the screen is giving you the actual erotic dialogue that's going on. I mean, is this what the Sims creators had in mind? I did not know you could really go this deep on the Sims, but honey, I guess you can. In fact, I'm looking at a Sims at a Sim style porn where I believe Justin Bieber is supposed to be having sex with a man for the first time. The lines on the screen says, I can't stop thinking about what you said the last time about the glory of doing it with a man. Now, when I saw this, I said, well, that does kind of look like Justin Bieber. But when these characters strip down, all the tattoos are fully the Justin Bieber tattoos. Now, this is with someone named Johnny, and it's not me, Johnny McGovern. So I'm not sure who that other character is supposed to be, but... This, apparently, if you want to see a fantasy of what Justin Bieber's first time with a man is, go ahead and just Google uh, hentai on gay, uh, Pornhub, and it's one of the top searches. Now, now that I'm sort of scrolling through the different hentai options on Pornhub, some of them are very interesting. I mean, you can watch The Witcher fucking a new twink. Oh, who knew that? We were definitely interested in that. Or The Joker fucking Batman. Oh, my. Or Deadpool giving his big dick to Beast Boy. A lot of these are like interludes from some video game that I would have imagined when I was a horny teenager. <laughs> They're like giving you interludes on this. And then it's POV like you're the jock walking over to the coach. Clap, clap, walk, walk, walk. Hmm. And let's see here. There's one that's called hot male prison. Doctor loves to fuck with prison inmates. Oh, we're getting some actual dialogue. Your back seems all right. Your ass looks nice. Very hard muscles. It's pleasure to examine you, Bobby. Well, I bet it is. I'll give you some painkillers. Thanks, Doc. But can you check also my chest? Yes, lay down on the back. My legs, they hurts too. Let's see all of you, huh? <laughs> <laughs> These AI voices really speaking back exactly as they were typed. You're very tensed. You're very tensed. You have to relax more often, Bobby. Well, he's in prison, doctor. Would you like examination, huh? Uh-oh. You've got to harden, Bobby. You got to harden. Take off those boxers. All right. And there's the sound of the footsteps as they walk around the room like you're in one of those POV games. Yeah, it's thick and stiff. Well, this prison is certainly unorthodox. My goodness. Are these popular because these cartoons can do the most twisted shit and nobody's actually getting exploited? Perhaps. Perhaps that is what it is. 
but there is also, I mean, I was really unaware the Resident Evil ever want to see Johnny Cage get fucked from Mortal Kombat in the hole. Wow. Well, there we go. All right. Well, I guess I can see why perhaps this is deemed interesting. Uh, now, number coming in with a bullet and number two is Twink. Then we move on to Pinoy, which is, uh, I guess, all Filipino Twinks getting fucked. Then we go to Straight because we're all searching straight guys fooling around buddies doing whatever buddies do. Black, anime, Asian, Japanese, and coming in at number 10, daddy. Thank goodness. Keep it up. Keep it up. Keep the daddy percentage up, please. We want daddies to stay in vogue, please, because it's really a delight that it's a, it's a popular thing. Thank goodness. As a daddy. Then we move down to BBC, a classic, and furries coming at number 12. You know what? There's a lot more. Uh, it's a lot less basic, some of these things, than I thought there would be. Because you'd think that some of these ones that are actually more lower on the list would be the big ones. Like Gangbang, Public threesome massage big dick we think big dick would be number one doctor glory hole and up 13 points from last year cruising now could cruising be making a comeback i you thought that maybe like cruising was just all gone because really our gay apps have replaced cruising but maybe with the new generation uh cruising's making a comeback people are gonna start wandering the parks and woods once again and sucking dick like little wood nymphs one can hope and then up 18 percent from last year coming in at the at the bottom of the list but with a eight plus 18 is f2m congratulations fellas then we move along to the most viewed gay categories. Can you imagine what the top category is? Straight guys. Of course, because aren't we self-hating and we only want what we can't have? Yes. <laughs> straight guys, number one. I mean, look, who doesn't find straight guys having gay sex for the first time or experimenting? Interesting. I know I do. Then black is a very, very close second. Okay. And then group twink and coming in at number five, daddy. Thank God. We're, we still got it, guys. We still got it, dads. Interracial, big dick, public, solo male, cream pie, cartoon. People are really into cartoons. Bareback, massage, Japanese, Asian, college, Amateur, cum shot, blowjob, mature, and reality, which is, I guess, like bait bus type of deal. Or I guess anything that's supposed to be porn reality. Okay. Okay. I mean, that, that all makes sense. I think I can see why and what each category is there for. But I mean, the big three, the big, the top five are the biggest ones with straight guys in black being really right at the top there. Now, let's move on to the Pornhub Gay Most Viewed Performers. Now, some of these were a surprise to me, and some of these people I have never heard of in my life. Number one, by a huge margin, 
is Dante Cole at number one, the star of Out TV's X-Rated and X-Rated LA spinoff, where he was just trying to escape the drama of New York and moved to LA to get a fresh start. And what did he find there? A whole lot more reality show <laughs> scripted drama. Well, he is by far, I did not realize he was that popular, though if you watch... um X-rated, they called him the most popular gay performer in the world. I mean, he is like almost more than double the next person. Now, the next most viewed performer is Colin Art. Well, who the heck is Colin Art? That's what we need to know. Colin Art. My name is Max. I am from Russia, Moscow. I love puppy play, foot, feet. And much more. I am open to love and expect. I am open and love experimenting and try something new. I also have my own YouTube channel. YouTube channel named Couple Guys. So I am scrolling through his videos, and they're mostly Russian guy jerks off with his big dicks and shows wet anal hole. These seem to be a lot of no-face, big-dick action videos. Interesting. What are the most viewed? Let's see. Okay. Young roommates decide to have fun pulling each other in turns on. Guy in sports rave gives his cock and balls to be sucked. Okay, this seems like a sexy, youthful couple from Russia. Well, congratulations, boys. I mean, who knew? Then we have Michael Del Rey of Say Uncle and Family Dick and all those type of things, giving you kind of a big bro vibe. Who knew he was number three most viewed? Tyler Wu, Chris Fabio, Horny Johnny 66. Never heard of him. Pierce Paris, Cade Maddox. Now that is a good body and a big dick, though I must say I find the videos a little boring. Leon and Mike. Austin Young. Again, we're, we're here with people. Maybe I'm just not a connoisseur of studio porn, so I do not really know a lot of who these people are. Chirac, heard of him. Big Dick, Harry. Josh Moore, Joy Kim, Pig Boy. Zilv Goodell and Kai. Now, I mean, the story of Zilv Goodell. Now, do you guys remember Zilv Goodell was the guy that had was a very muscular straight ish type of guy. And he originally had another, like he was billed as his fiance and he was a tiny little twink and they made tiny twink and muscle man love. And they made lots of videos, but the young twinks name was never on the account. It was all about Zilv, Zilv Goodell. And he wore lots of like French maids uniforms and those long high socks that for a while every twink had to wear by law, I guess, when they were getting fucked in porn videos. And then they abruptly got a divorce and Zilv Goodell left him for another femme twink bottom named Kai. And we don't know what happened to old what's his name, the other twink. I mean, he just disappeared, but his videos will remain online forever so i hope he's happy with them i mean i hope he also got a slice of those profits sweetie i mean i think they were in fiance but i don't think they were ever married so did zilv take all the profits 
I remember there was a vague bit of drama that Zilv Goodell broke up with the other one and then was dating Kai at the same time. And Kai just came in there and was like, you thought you liked a femme twink bottom? Well, try this femme twink bottom, daddy. Oh, the twink was named Rourke. The original twink was named Rourke. Now, Rourke said this publicly. You know, it's so humiliating that my best that my best friend, that my fiance chose someone else over me, like I'm not good enough. After three years, he chose someone else he doesn't even know. How humiliating for me. And all they do is share their disgusting posts, share them so much. When Zilv initially started flirting more publicly with Kai while being engaged to Rourke, the fans, the fans were still very understanding and waiting to find out what's happening. The confusion and uncertainty continued for some days, making everyone more and more anxious. Were people really sitting at home being like, ah, Zilv is flirting with Kai, but what about Rourke? When the fans, I guess people did kind of get wrapped up in their love, and I heard that they had a lot of lady fans who really got into that. When the fans started asking more demandingly for an explanation, Zilv didn't give any, but instead gave the middle finger. This caused the first bigger backlash. Oh, thank God. This is like a, a full a full blog all about that breakup. Zilv being unfair toward both boys. He didn't do right by Rourke messaging and dating Kai while keeping Rourke hanging on the hope that they could fix things. He had treated Kai bad as well, dating him while being engaged to Rourke. He even toyed with the idea of them living under the same roof. Now, that would have been a moneymaker. While he must have known how deeply Rourke loved him and how devastating that would have been for Rourke. I can't imagine it would have been an ideal for situation for Kai, either. You bet it wouldn't have, darling. I'm a one-man hole. Zill victimizing himself and not taking any responsibility for his own actions. Zilv always, this is obviously written by somebody who's a Rourke fan. Zilv seems to always have some excuse for his actions. Nothing is ever his fault. For example, him not picking up Rourke when he had promised to wasn't because he desired to stay in Newcastle for longer. It was because of the fans. For surely a 26-year-old grown-ass man was just forced against his will to break a promise just because someone on the internet told him to. He's also victimizing himself for allowing Rourke to return home, where they continued living together, sleeping, cuddling together, and having sex together, while telling people that they're a couple and trying to work through a rough patch. Now, Zilv did say this in a Twitter post. Rourke left me before I started chatting to Kai. We spoke about it. We decided Rourke leaves. He left. Then he begged to come back. So I allowed him to still live with me. You people don't have a clue what you're talking about. Now Rourke is begging me to bring him home tomorrow when I'm driving back. But I have to block him to get rid of all of you sadistic, low-life, clueless rats. If I block him out of my life, hopefully he gets rid of you lot too. My biggest mistake was allowing him to return home. As much as he's begging now, I can't let him back because he comes with you, horrible, clueless people. And he's failing to explain our relate why our relationship collapsed. If only you idiots knew. If you only knew what really happened, all idiots. Then apparently Zilv was a dick to Rourke's family. Zilv also best. Now, I, I'm guessing this is like a cis white lady 
who is a fan of Zilv and Rourke that wrote this blog because it's like so intense. Zilv also bashed Rourke's family members and doxed one of them. During the relationship, he had portrayed them to the fans as horrible people who are envious of him and Rourke. After the breakup, it's become evident that this picture was far from the truth as Rourke's family took him in with open arms, being loving and supportive. One of Rourke's sisters warned people not to believe Zill's lies. Another sister told how their mother never gave up on Rourke, and that pissed Zilv off. Zilv would curse on Rourke's mother and call her names, including cunt, whole bitch. He would also curse other relatives who were voicing their concern of Rourke's well-being, calling them backwards retards. It came out during the relationship that Rourke would have to go to the bathroom to call his mother in secret. And Zilva supposedly said she was an unfit mother, called her names. And then Kai, the new twink, made a tweet that said, What's this about manipulating? Zilva hasn't asked me to do anything porn-related or brought it up for that matter. If I do porn, it will be my choice. And to BH, I'm drawn to the idea. So I probably will. And that will be my decision, hearts. Zilv is sorting the money for Rourke and has offered to help Rourke get skills for a job if he no longer wants to make videos or do porn, which he hasn't said yet, so no one knows, but I'm sure he'll continue to make videos. I'm also so happy to let Rourke live with us because we have so much in common and he'd be an amazing friend. <laughs> this is a dramatic story. Zilv and Rourke were not just selling porn, they were selling a relationship. That was their main draw and they knew it. This is definitely some overzealous fan lady writing this. Even though Zilv tried to claim after the breakup that they're only selling porn and people shouldn't be upset about lies. When the breakup happened, Zill first claimed they had been broken up for months. There was backlash towards both of them for lying. Clearly, the content of the product they've been selling had changed without the customers being informed. Oh, geez. However, th as things progressed, it became evident fast that Rourke, for Rourke, the relationship was still very real and he was fighting for it. The relationship didn't end for Rourke before December 5th, so he wasn't selling a lie. Zilv had checked out emotionally months before. He was living with Rourke, cuddling, kissing him, having sex with him, even saying I love you to him on videos. But somehow he had still personally broken up with Rourke. Oh, and here's where things get interesting. Money issues between Zilv and Rourke. This is a matter between them that shouldn't concern the fans at all, says the writer of this article. However, many are suspicious because Zilv keeps making statements that the old videos bring him no money. Why would he say that? Sure, the ad revenue in the Pornhub free videos is only 64 cents per 1,000 views. However, it's still money and there are still people watching those old videos. Statements like this make people think he's trying to hide income so he wouldn't have to give Rourke the share belonging to him. And then Rourke tweeted, Them little pathetic sickos said they're only here sniffing around to watch us fail. But it's our pleasure to make the watch us move into our beautiful home, winky face. They think I'm profiting off my old videos. Pornhub makes no income, lol. It's only what I'm doing with Kai that earns. Oh, and it, it ends. Oh, God. Well, then here's the case. Zilv is not a true daddy dom. <laughs> Porn is fantasy. Everyone gets that. If you want to pretend to be a dom in a porn film, that's fine. You're perfectly free to do so. However, if you claim you actually live that lifestyle, that's another thing. Clearly, Zilf hasn't done his research on what the lifestyle really is. 
It's certainly become evident watching the state work was emotionally and leaving the relationship and taking all the blame. People who actually live the lifestyle have called out Zilv on this. To be a real daddy dom is to raise your sub up and to empower them. And if your sub becomes emotionally dependent and wrecked, you're not a daddy dom. You're an abusive macho and a bully. Anyone who cares about Kai should be deeply concerned about the fact that Kai seems to be Z believe that Zilv is a true daddy dom. The chances are high that Zilf has no ability to empower him any more than he did in Rourke's case. Oh, I mean, gotta agree about the daddy dom thing. You should really be empowering your bottom. And they put this in the article. A true dom doesn't just take control of you or try to order you around. That's not dominance. That's bullying. A true dom is always respectful, will guide you, instruct you, encourage you, help you, and drive you to reach your full potential. Not in the bedroom. In life, a true Dom will be the most supportive person you've ever met. They'll challenge you and teach you things about yourself you never knew. They'll bring out the very best in you. Oh, great. That is great. That is true. Oh, and here we it ends. Zilv less Rourke with nothing. During the relationship, Zilv controlled the money and even controlled the use of Rourke's student loan. Ugh, he had everything in his name. Zilv pursuing a porn career made Rourke quit his studies. Zilv left work with Rourke with no degree, no work history, no credit history, no property, no steady job, and nothing in his name. Not even the possibility to utilize their shared platforms he had spent years helping to build. I believe this is an entire website all about the breakup of, Z of Zilv and Rourke and leading into the relationship with Kai. God, people are really invested. I mean, they have a whole section on screenshots. It's called it's not about a breakup.blogspot.com. <laughs> I don't mean to laugh at poor Rourke and Zelf's and breakup, but oh my gosh. Who knew when you just were watching this twink get railed by this muscle daddy that it would turn into all of this and then have Kai the other woman come into the relationship and show up Rourke you can live with us still Rourke oh poor Rourke he there's screenshots of him in the DM saying thank you sis thank you for making me feel better and saying kind things to me but I just cannot accept it it still hurts me sis it pains me I would take a bullet for Zilf. I would die for him. But he won't even unfollow a man for me. Doesn't seem me worthy enough for that. What's so special about this man? Why is Zilf choosing him over me? Apparently, Rourke's fans got really obsessed with him and were very protective of him during this terrible breakup. Hmm. If you want to dive in deeper, that website is right up there with the whole story. But I guess they're still doing pretty good. They're number 20 out of like 25 of the top performers. But apparently, according to uh, Zilv, Pornhub makes no money. Well, that was a whole little side journey into I had never really I had never really gotten the full story of what happened to Zilv and Rourke. But now we know it did not end well. But I guess it's a happy ending for Zilv and Kai, his replacement wife, because they're still in the top 20 on Pornhub. That's right, Johnny. We are. That's right, Johnny. We are. Johnny, they're horrible. Sorry, Rourke. Let's move on. One, two, three, go. Yeah. 
let's dive into Grinder's year in review. Grinder unwrapped the gay year in review. Now, I did vote for these. I did vote for these because it popped up on my grinder, and some of my answers uh, were in there. Now, of course, their main uh, top reveal is who was voted mother of the year for mother and mother mother is mothering now the nominees were beyonce taylor swift dolly parton kylie minogue madonna and of course the answer was my pick as well beyonce no one has mothered as great as beyonce this year honey i mean no one could even come close Beyonce really did mother a whole generation of fans with the uh, Renaissance tour and the looks and the feeling and the rest. I mean, Beyonce, you've earned mother of the year, but let's get into some of the uh, interesting facts that they have on grinder on rack grinder unwrapped seeking hide. Okay. Highest number of leather lovers. Netherlands comes in at number one. Now, that is not a surprise. I, Netherlands seems very free and into props. Also, Belgium, Panama, Switzerland, and the UK, darling. Don't forget us. Okay, can we guess where the highest amount of bottoms is? Now, this one was a surprise. And it's not West Hollywood, which would have been my vote. Bottoms up. The highest number of bottoms is in... South Korea. Mm hmm. K pop, what? K pop, my whole. <laughs> uh, with Japan coming in second, Vietnam coming in third, Denmark, and then Finland. And I did visit Denmark and Finland recently. And let me tell you, there were a lot of bottoms. Pit pigs unite. Can we guess where the highest percentage of pit lovers is? And it's not New York City's Hell's Kitchen, which would have been my vote. Honey, one time, I remember during the early aughts, there was like a pit renaissance. Now, look, I don't mind the scent of a man, okay? But I'm not really into a full stink. But there was a time in New York when I was living there where there was like a move, a no deodorant move for a whole scene of hairy men. <laughs> I remember being like, whoa, this is going too far. I remember I visited like a friend of mine at a hotel they worked at as a manager of like one of the bars. And he was stinking to high heaven with his pits all ripened out. And he was working. He was at work. I was like, this is really something. But he should have moved to Germany because Germany is where the highest number of pit lovers remains. They want to sniff. They want to sniff. Your pit. Then we can we would have known this. The stinkiest pits in all the land belong to those in France. Then Brazil. I bet those are very erotic pits. Morocco. It's very warm there, so there must be a lot of pit action. And once again, coming in number five. <laughs> We're kinky, but not that kinky. The UK, darling. Now, they also asked their users what was the best drag moment of the year and the nominees were jessica wilde with taco tuesday 
George Santos as Kitara, his long gone drag alter ego. Jimbo winning Drag Race All Stars, Anitra walking that fucking duck, and Troy Savon in One of Your Girls. And my vote was the number one answer Troy Savon in One of Your Girls. Baby, when Troy Savon came on screen in the One of Your Girls video, I was impressed. I was very impressed. I was like, look at her. She's stunning. I mean, there's the difference between being a skinny twink in a wig and pulling off the illusion that Troy Savon did in one of your girls. I mean, the power of makeup, baby. When you're already thin and gorgeous, I guess becoming a very passable lady is uh, right there. But I would have to say that Anitra walking the fucking duck was the true professional drag moment of the year because that was when that happened i gagged i lived i watched it like 25 times in a row i mean anitra really did that now i hope that anitra is back on track there was like a whole bunch of drama uh starting like you know right after the girls from the last season of drag race were going on tour was that anitra kept canceling gigs and it seemed like it was one, and then there was another, and then there was rumor that she was sick, and then it seemed like there were gigs just kept getting canceled, and then Anitra was not making any explanation. So hopefully it's Anitra is healthy, happy, and doing it good and making that money, but there's nothing worse than booking all these big money gigs because, honey, if you're in the top two on Drag Race and you are about to go on tour, they are paying top dollar because you know, and I don't know if you know, a lot of time, the amount of money people play, pay the girls, unless they're independently famous, like, you know, Trixie and Katja, et cetera, the girls who've gotten more famous on their own. When you're coming straight off the drag race season, the amount of money that you make per gig seems to really connect with the placement that you got on the show. So if you're a top two girl, the money is big, baby. And the gigs are like, you know, you could have a gig every day if you wanted. So if Anitra's canceling gigs, she's losing a lot of cash. So uh, best wishes in the new year to Anitra. So talented, so stunning, such a great performer. I would love to see her walk that fucking duck in person. And I hope she is making all the motherfucking money. They asked Grindr users what the best movie was. And their number one pick was Barbie, of course, followed by Red, White, and Royal Blue. Okay. Followed by Oppenheimer. <laughs> Followed by Renaissance, a film by Beyonce. I can get behind that. And Taylor Swift, the heiress tour. Complete neutral feelings. Like, I get it. Taylor Swift is huge. People love her. I do find the songs catchy. She writes her own songs. She's pretty. It does nothing for me. I, I feel 100% neutral. Not like, ugh, Taylor Swift. But not like, ooh, Taylor Swift. I feel like, hmm, Taylor Swift. Some more congratulations, darling. Barbie, number one. I enjoyed Barbie. I thought it was cute. I thought it was fun. Um, God bless. But it's not a repeat watch. I tried to watch it again, and I was like, mm, I've seen it. Now, what country has the highest percentage of twinks on Grinder? Now, this is information we all want to know. 
And it's a very easy guess. It's the Netherlands, the home of the twink, where forever twinks are born, where forever twinks are bred. <laughs> uh, the Netherlands, the highest percentage of twinks, followed by Belgium. Now, didn't the Netherlands and Belgium also were the highest leather lovers? I guess you graduate from twink into leather very quickly in both those countries. Then Switzerland, I did visit some very lovely twinks in Switzerland, Brazil, and once again at number five, United Kingdom. Don't forget about us, Johnny. We're number five leather, we're number five pit lovers, and we're the number five percentage of twinks. What about me, Rourke? I'm so sorry, Rourke, about Zilf. Oh, no, and I'm not even getting any of the money. Oh, that's terrible, sweetie. Forget him, it's me, Kai. The other woman, I'm number 20 on Pornhub with Zilf now. We're not, we don't want to laugh at other people's pain. Okay, sit, stay, or roll over. The highest number of pup tags. That's people who identify as pups and like to wear a pup mask. Maybe even perhaps sniff a butt. Um, I mean, because now some people have just pup energy. And I've dated someone who identified as a pup. They didn't really do a lot of pup dress up, but they did have a pup mask. And they mostly enjoyed the pup energy, which is sort of frisky, uh, good boy type of energy. Uh, but there are certain like, you know, sometimes the pups will, I've been to a party where there's like a pup pit and the pups all put on their pup mask and they get in there and they act like dogs and they sniff each other's butts and they rarf around. So you can get into being a pie. I did. I made love to a young gentleman once who, now when I was making love to him, I did not, he did not wear a pup mask or bark or anything like that. But in his room, he had a cage in the corner, a big kennel. And I said, oh, do you, somebody put you in that kennel? Or he's like, yeah, once I got in there for like 10 hours. And I was like, well, what did you do? What did you, what did you do for the 10 hours? Did you just blank out drink out of a dog bowl like no one was having sex with you you just were there in the kennel just like just living a dog life i didn't quite get it but god bless love a pup but the highest number of pups is venezuela number two bolivia hmm. costa rica colombia and then mexico who knew that south america and mexico were so into pup play interesting 13 billion taps were sent on Grinder this year. That's a lot of tapping, baby. Now, some people really hate the taps. Do you ever read one of those Grinder profiles that say absolutely no fucking taps? I mean, I don't understand why people are so upset about taps. They're like, man up and send a message. Look, you know, the thing is, when you're on Grinder, sometimes someone, you can see someone and be like, hmm, I wonder if they might like me, but you don't want to go all the way with the message. So you just tap them and it sort of says, hi. Hello, a non-intrusive. Hello, I'm over here from afar looking at you. Are you interested in looking at me? And I think that's totally fine. And look, if you want to ignore a tap, if your tap gets ignored, you can be clear. The answer is, <laughs> I don't care that you're looking at me. So stop looking at me because I'm not looking at you. And I think that's helpful information because who wants to message someone who's not interested or God forbid, write something mean back? I mean, I haven't really in America. I know that people are always sharing their grinder horrible messages from people. That doesn't really happen to me, maybe because I'm giving a different dad energy and that doesn't happen as much to dads. But um, 
usually I assume that if you don't get a message back, that's just someone's not interested and vice versa. That's how I like to do it too. Um, but it, there were a couple of people in Europe, especially who were like, get away from me. No, why? Ugh, gross or whatever. I mean, you're like, mm, that's not really needed. You could just block or not say anything. But I guess some people have to get their negative energy out and grinders the place to do it. Maybe that's the people who are not actually making love on Grinder, and they're just, they're pent up and they're angry. Best show. Number one was Heartstopper. My friend Eric Couture, Aviance, would be very pleased about that. I thought Heartstopper was very cute, very sweet. White Lotus, number two, loved White Lotus. Drag Race, number three, of course, that's the true number one gay show we know. The Last of Us came in at number four which I really enjoyed that as well, though I didn't really consider it very gay. It just had that one gay episode about with the whole relationship playing out between those two guys. And you know what? That I did find groundbreaking because it was very real for a move for a for a story about a gay relationship that happens during a zombie apocalypse. It had a lot of true notes about love and feeling and all the rest. And we can appreciate that. Just forget about the zombies, you know, though that might be real as well. And fellow travelers comes at number five, which I have not yet seen on Showtime, but I am interested in it. They asked for the IJBOL, the IJBOL moment. I just burst out laughing moment. And number one came in with these gays. They're trying to murder me. Give me one margarita. I'm going to open my legs at number two. Timothy Chalamet as Wonka, number three. Uh, that's a read, I believe. And Angela Bassett did the thing mm -hmm, at number four. And the Megan dance at number five. I would say that my number one is Angela Bassett did the thing. That really tickled me and made me laugh. And I watched that many times. Angela Bassett did the thing. Viola Davis, my woman king. Kate, you're a genius. Jamie Lee, you are all of us. One billion private albums shared. The highest percent of sharing albums, Kuwait, right where homosexuality is, I believe, illegal. Mm -hmm. It's followed by Portugal, Qatar, Ireland, and Greece. Now, I'm guessing in Kuwait and Qatar, they're sharing the albums because you can't screenshot the albums. And so they're not sending just normal pics that you could possibly screenshot. So they've got to keep it private. One billion shared albums. That's a lot of dick and ass. Save a horse, ride a bear, as long as it's consensual. The highest percentage of bears is not Johnny McGovern's address in West Hollywood. Nope. <laughs> How come it's never that? It's the answer. Bangladesh is number one because there's probably a lot of hairy motherfuckers in Bangladesh. So there's a lot of identifying as bears. Followed by other uh, hairy countries, Pakistan, Nigeria, okay, the UAE, mm -hmm, very hairy, and Greece, also very hairy. Huh, I need to visit some of those countries to live my true bear fantasy here. Who did Grinder users think was the hottest man of the year? I can tell you, I agree with their choice. Number one is Henry Cavill. Mm -hmm. Now, has everybody been enjoying the Henry Cavill 
AI pictures on Instagram. There is somebody who keeps creating with their AI these series of photos of Henry Cavill in the most outrageously erotic positions. One as a, a gladiator surrounded by men uh, in a Roman Coliseum. Another one where Chris Hemsworth is eating. His, he's about to eat Chris Hemsworth's butt. Another one. I mean, they're just on and on and on. And they are very photorealistic. And they are giving me what I need since we don't really get to see enough of Henry Cavill naked. Little Nas X comes in at number two, very sexy. Troy Savon, number three, representing for the twinks. Luke Evans, he's gay, thank goodness, at number four. And Jonathan Bailey, who the fuck is Jonathan Bailey? Let's see. Oh, Jonathan Bailey was in Fellow Travelers. Mm -hmm. I just came across an article here that says Jonathan Bailey is from Instinct. Jonathan Bailey pitches an LGBTQ plus war epic inspired by the 300. I'm obsessed with this sacred band of Thebes, an army of 300 gay lovers in ancient Greece. They partnered in pairs, this gay army, and they overthrew a Spartan army. I want to do that as a comedy. <laughs> Jonathan, I did not know your work, but I like your style. I agree. Now, what did you think the best album of 2023 was? Now, of course, I would have said Renaissance by Beyonce, but that was really uh, an album from 2022. The nominees were Pink Friday 2 by Nicki Minaj, Endless Summer Vacation by Miley Cyrus, SOS by SZA, Something to Give Each Other, Troy Savon, Tension by Kylie Minogue. Now, my pick, if in my if I had read this without listening to any of the music, I would have said my pick was going to be Pink Friday 2. Unfortunately, upon listening, Pink Friday 2 only had a couple songs that I liked, and a lot of it was a little disappointing for me personally, which I'm still willing to grow on once she makes videos because... Look, like I said before, I'm the guy that didn't like Give Me More by Britney Spears when it first came out. I thought, hmm, not great. Disappointing. Uh, honey, it's now one of my favorite songs of all time. So, look, we can we I'm a grown woman and I have the right to change my opinion. Um, I only heard one song from Endless Summer Vacation with Miley. I enjoy Miley, but I wouldn't say that I'm a Miley fan or stan. Uh, SZA was good, but there were so many tracks on that album and I could only get into a couple of them and tension by Kylie Minogue. To be honest, I only heard, but what I did listen to all the way through and I thought really had the most bangers and most vibe and was just so gay and so fantastic to watch Troy Sivan sort of ascend to pop star land was something to give each other, which was his new record that had uh, rush get me started one of the girls and so many other great songs troy you're my number one but grinder's number one was tension for kylie maybe i'll have to give that a listen okay highest number of daddies is where yes you got that right the u.s <clears throat> finally my home is mentioned nigeria nigeria has a lot of bears and a lot of daddies interesting i did not know that Australia, number three, Venezuela, number four, and Canada, number five. Um, 
Well, I've visited Australia and Canada and done very well there. So I must say thank you to those countries. Nigeria and Venezuela, you're going to have to be on my list. Or is that maybe wrong because you don't want to go somewhere where there's a lot of daddies because that's high daddy competition. Hmm. You let me know what you think. The highest number of open relationships is in, this is again surprising, South Korea has the highest number of bottoms and the highest number of open relationships, followed by, again, Nigeria is coming through in this poll as they've got the most daddies, the most, some of the most bears, so most open relationships. They love, they love it. Well, you go ahead. We'll work, Miss Nigeria. Also, uh, Pakistan, number three. Again, didn't see that coming. Malaysia, number four. Switzerland, number five. Okay, now this is controversial. The highest number of sides. Now, sides are uh, is def defined as someone who prefers other forms of same-sex activity, oral masturbation, etc., over penetrative anal sex. I'm personally not a fan of this, um, but uh, I respect everyone's right to feel how they wish and to do as they wish, as you should. But the highest number of sides is in Singapore, won't be going there. Philippines, forget it. China, no. Kenya, no. New Zealand, how could you do this to me? The only fans of the year. Hmm. Raheem Shabazz took the top crown. Now, He's somebody who is working. He must be making so much money. I heard he takes trips to Brazil and flies all the guys down there to make content. And they do a whole week of making content. I mean, that's somebody who's doing it big. Malik Delgatti is number two. Malik Delgatti is not gay from what I understand. He's a straight guy who does gay stuff. And to me, I find that a little boring. If I know that you're just faking it, you're just taking a try and make shot in the dick. Look, there's a difference between thinking straight guys experiment, like Sean Cody style, where straight guys were experimenting with stuff and then realizing when the dick was in their ass that it's like the greatest feeling of their life. That's something different. Malik Delgatti is an actor, a studio porn actor, and he's acting like he likes fucking these twinks when I don't think he really does. I guess we can give him the grace and call him bisexual. Diego Barros. Diego Barros, now if you've ever seen this man, has a gigantic dick, a gigantic dick. And he seems to be the number one, talk about America's number one champion, go-go superstar star. He is on full tour around the world. And if you see clips of his performances at these clubs, he's doing it. He's letting people get all over that dick. He's slapping people in the face with it. He's have people are sucking his dick on stage. This is a very interactive show. At the Diego Barris show. So congratulations to him. Tyler Wu and Reno Gold coming in at number five. Reno Gold has still, I believe, met, or still until just recently managed to spend all this time on OnlyFans and never get fucked by anybody. He does side activities. I think he maybe eats an ass here or there, but he doesn't have any of these strangers fuck him. I feel like that he's only having, I believe he finally went public with his boyfriend and they are making full love on their sites. I believe they started, he revealed the boyfriend after keeping him secret for a while. And then they started a 
like an Instagram account about them traveling the world, which I'm sure was attached to their own couple only fans, which if you're making so Reno gold, I believe said he has owned 10 different properties. Reno gold is making plenty of money and he has plenty of gold. Well, congratulations to all of them. And Raheem may have borrowed $20 massive and passive. The highest number of hung, the highest number of hung bottoms is France. Followed by the UK, darling, we're here. Canada, US, and Ireland. Hmm. The highest number of feminine tops, okay, blouse me harder, is Ireland. Interesting. That, that makes sense. The United Kingdom, US, Australia, and New Zealand. Okay, those seem like very uh, bottom strong countries. Grinder asked, what was the biggest serve of the year? Eight and left no crumbs. The options were Taylor Swift stage dive, Rihanna's Super Bowl performance, Britney's Dance with Knives, the Met Gala Cockroach, and Beyonce's tour outfits from Renaissance. My personal opinion. Now, if we're talking real, realistic serve, the biggest serve was Beyonce's Renaissance tour outfits. Okay. Beyonce bought, I think, 168 couture outfits. Now, if you've ever seen any of the TikToks that are like all the fashion from Beyonce's Renaissance and they list the names of the designers with the pictures of the looks, every big name designer in the world made her several custom pieces plus custom pieces for the backup dancers, which she didn't accept for free, which she bought and paid for because she didn't want anyone to tell her where and when she could wear them. Now that is a motherfucking serve. According to Tina Knowles uh, on the Sherry show that she still has about 60 looks that she did not yet wear that is a serve. So I put that at number one, but I mean, the serve that I want to give is to the Met Gala cockroach, sweetie. When the cockroach went up the red carpet at the Met Gala, it just was everything. That cockroach was killing it. No, not since pizza rat has a vermin just given it to us so hard. Met Gala Cockroach came in number five. Beyonce came in at number one, followed by Britney's Dance with Knives, which was a serve. God, I wish she had followed that up with like a real video or something. I just want Britney to make a comeback, but we're not going to do that. We're not going to do that. We spent all those years wishing for her to make a comeback and then get into great shape and serve. And she wasn't happy when she was doing it. So look, we don't want to give, we don't want to make anything happen for Britney that she doesn't want. Well, I did recently see a TikTok where someone said, y'all are making fun of Britney's dancing in these videos. Check this out. And they show clips of all her old dancing. And she's doing the same type of dances, except she's surrounded by high level production. Like I've said before, Britney's dancing in those videos is good. Her body looks great. Her spinning is great. She just happens to be barefoot in sort of raw, stressful-less Amazon type outfits. It doesn't mean that her dancing isn't good with raccoon eyes, with bad makeup, but the dancing is still strong. I mean, I'm glad she's still doing that because whenever and if she ever does want to make a comeback, she's still going to be ready to do the dances. 
And because remember, we spent many years just enjoying stancing because she was all lithium lithiumed up. And as she told us in her autobiography, she did not give a shit and she wanted to punish the people who were forcing her to dance. So she just did the least. And now she's doing the most. And I don't want to hear anyone fucking complaining about it. Rihanna Super Bowl performance got number three and Taylor Swift stage dive where she dives into the fake pool and looks like she's swimming under the stage. That was cool. And Rihanna Super Bowl performance. Look, people gave that a lot of shit, I guess, when it came out. But I thought it was a fucking slay. I thought it was amazing. Now, I guess people wanted Rihanna to be dancing harder. Honey, she's pregnant. Okay. And I thought it was stunning. It was modern. It was chic. Uh, she looked great. I loved it. I was ho ho again, hoping that was going to be followed by an album. But once we found out she was pregnant, we knew she was going to be like, this was just what you're getting to tie you over till a whole other time. Remember she did. There is supposedly a song. I mean, supposedly she's recorded many albums worth of material to make one great, incredible album. And I'm sure she's a little scared about coming out with an album because if it's not the biggest hit in the world, that's going to be disappointing. So she's got to make sure it's the bangiest of all the bangers. But there was the copyright information. Like, you know, you can look and see like what copyrights have been filed. And one of them was a song using rhythm. Rhythm is a dancer. Rhythm as one of the things. And that would be pretty great. The most popular tags displayed on profiles are discreet. I never really understand discreet. What does that mean? Like you're like I've hooked up with someone on Grinders. Like, are you discreet? Well, I guess. Like, what does that mean? Do I come to the door being like, I'm looking for Dick? Do you know where Dick is? I'm looking for Dick. I met this guy in Grinder. Like, what are they expecting? Did I come throwing confetti and wearing a feather boa? No. Is that discreet? But I guess. Bye, friend with benefits, kissing, and anon. And the most searched are hung, trans, BB, dom, and feet. You'll just have to guess which one of those is in my profile. People said Padam Padam on Grinder was the number one song, followed by Flowers, Rush by Troy Savon, Kill Bill by SZA, and Karma featuring Ice Spice by Taylor Swift. Uh, the, I mean, Padam Padam was pretty great, but I'd say for me, Rush was the best song out of those because it was just so faggoty. You know, I love faggoty shit. <laughs> if you don't know that, I don't know how you're listening to this show. It's clear. It's been clear for years. Best podcast. <laughs> I guess we were a little too late for this one to win. Trixie and Katya, Bald and the Beautiful, came in at number one because everything Trixie and Katya does is beloved by the gays. Followed by Just Trish, okay, Trisha Paytas podcast, Why Won't You Date Me by Nicole Byer, Race Chaser with Alaska, and number five, Very Delta with Delta Work. Now, Very Delta with Delta Work is my number one pick. I think she does what she's doing so well. It's such a singular voice. She's so fun and good, and she's not trying to be anyone but herself. And that's why that show is so successful. I also, if you go back into the archives and listen to Very That with her and Raja, that was also so pleasurable and just a delight to listen to. I, I, I love Delta Work. I don't want a townhouse. I want a backyard. I want to put a bottle of water and tea bags in it and make sun tea. I want to grow petunias. I want a dog running around. I want my cats to live inside. 
I want to be able to take out a project and spray paint it in the backyard and not think it's going to get on a car somewhere. I want my own shit. I want house. I want house. I want house. I want house. The highest number of verse men are in are in Finland. Huh. Austria, Germany, Australia, and Hungary come in second. Okay, can't relate, but respect it regardless. And the most popular time on Grinder is Sundays at 6 p.m. Huh. Now, what do we think that's about? Is that because everyone's like, oh God, I gotta go to work tomorrow and you just get get one load in. Maybe it's you've been part, you know, you've had fun, you've partied, but now you didn't necessarily seal a deal. And like you're right before, right before it's time to go back to work, you want to make sure you get that load or you give that load. And you, then you can go to work on Monday with a clear head. And last but not least, who was the biggest baby girl? <laughs> Which is a new, uh, new term that has been going around. It's a term of endearment often used ironically for a cute man who is comfortable in his own masculinity slash femininity or sometimes soft in an endearing way. Their number one baby girl was Harry Styles, followed by Pedro Pascal, Jacob Elordi, Charlie Puth, and Lewis Hamilton. I mean, Jacob Elordi is one hell of a baby girl, baby. I mean, Jacob Elordi in Saltburn was very hot. Though, sometimes the close-ups on the face, he looks a little bit like someone from the Dark Crystal. But when you get that full body look, baby, oof, wow, it's so impressive. And I also like that he wears fancy ladies purses as crossbody bags <laughs> he's wearing and is this a lady's handbag i'll take it i mean now that is cunt serve it cunt. serve it cunt jacob alardi pedro pascal i thought pedro pascal was gay are you gonna find out that pedro pascal is gay hmm. charlie puth well, he's not gay, but he's playing he's playing with y'all i mean did you see those pictures when he took the pictures looking like he was bottoming as like, I'm stretching, that's playing with your audience, and I can get behind that. That's the kind of gay baiting I can get behind. Well, everyone, if you've enjoyed today's show, please write me a nice review, or maybe next year you can vote for me on the Grinder Unwrapped for uh, Best Podcast. Though, <clears throat> if you notice in that, it's only women or men who dress as women, so gay, we know gay guys don't vote for other gay guys. Um just is the way it is it's a sad state of affairs but it's true if you don't have a wig on other gay guys can't can't really get behind your success sometimes unless you're hot and they want to fuck you and it you know it that's just it's the world we live in it is what it is but if you like the show today please write me a nice review on itunes or on spotify recommend the show to your friends um, if you know someone who listened to all my past podcasts and they don't maybe even know that I'm on because it's such a crowded market, let them know. Have a listening party. Get listened to it in the car and live. And if you want to hear even more of me, of course, I'm over on Patreon, patreon.com slash gayest of all time. That's where I get the most personal, though I get pretty personal today. And where I tell stories, where I'm podcasting with all my homo homies from my gay pimpin gayest of all time days and where you can get up to three podcasts a week so please join me there 
And I hope everyone has a fantastic, fabulous New Year's Eve. And I'll see you, baby, in 2024. So you might as well stick it Just a heartbroken bitch, high heels, six inch in the back of the nightclub, sipping champagne. I don't trust any of these bitches I'm with in the back of the taxi, sniffing cocaine. Drunk calls, drunk texts, drunk tears, drunk sex. I was looking for a man who was on the same page. Flash back to the intro, back to the bar, to the Bentley, to the hotel, to my old way.